0: I'm an American
1: Welcome. You are listening to the Loving Liberty Network. This is the Liberty Mom Show. The Liberty Moms are the original Secretaries of Defense, the defenders of the home front. We are there when it comes to our families and our community. This is your host, Elaine England, and we are. I've got a great show for you today. You are going to love it. Massive information. Get your pen and pencils out. We have another Liberty Mom with us. Her name is Marla. And we're really, she's got an amazing experience to share and some great information that every parent in the state of Utah needs to be aware of. Marla, welcome. Thank you so much for being with us today.
2: Oh, Thank you, Delaine, for having me.
1: Oh, our pleasure. So, Marla, you got a notice from your school, your kids are in school in Davis County, and you got a notice that they're going to have the SHARP survey. So, tell us about
2: getting that and then what happened. So, the my son came home with... Um... parent consent form and he handed it to me and I was just kind of reading through it really quickly and it was just like well mom if I don't take the survey then then my teacher says I'm gonna have to do some extra homework. And so I was a little like okay well that's not gonna fly very well but I went through and was reading the consent form and it was so vague. It was just like we're gonna survey um, about alcohol, tobacco, drug use, and some factors of your student that might give them behavior problems, and I just have felt like with kind of what's happening, maybe even just this past year, I don't really have a lot of faith, a lot of um, confidence. Yeah, confidence in what they're willing to try to get our students to be become numbed to. So. I I opted my child out. I was I was not I wasn't okay with um, how it was kind of presented by the teacher and and I just was like no we're not going to do it. So gave it to my son. Um. A week later, he took the survey. So he handed in he handed in the the consent form where I opted him out. And the same day that the survey was given. Well, what's interesting is on the consent form, it says your child's class may be chosen. And if they do it, it may be February, March, April, or May. So it's just, it doesn't give you a day. It doesn't give you anything. And it's just all so completely vague. So I said to my son, okay, you're not going to take it. You're not doing an extra homework assignment. So this is the game plan. When this survey is being conducted, you're going to either A, text me on your phone, or B, go to the office and call me. And he handed the form in a week later, and that happened to be the same day that they were conducting the survey, and the teacher didn't even look to see that I opted him out and handed him the survey. So he starts going through the survey, and he gets to question number five. That says, some people describe themselves as transgender when their sex at birth does not match the way they think or feel about their gender. Are you transgender? And then the answers can be, no, yes, I am not sure, or I do not know what this question is asking. Then he gets to the second one that talks about if you are straight gay lesbian bi or not sure what this is so he got to those questions and it was like oh this is the survey my mom doesn't want me to participate in pulled out his phone took a picture of it and then took the survey up to the teacher and said my mom opted me out of this and then he texts me and I just says I'm on my way and I just ran down to the school and checked him out So, I had a feeling when I did the consent form to take a cop to make a copy of it before he handed it in. So, I pulled out the copy of the consent form and I just totally started dissecting this consent form. And there is nowhere on here that it says that they're going to ask any questions on sexuality. And I pulled up the website. And if you do not put in the whole website, so if you just do the simple website, the bockharris.com, it'll give you a sample survey, which is, is pretty just mild. Not not too, there isn't a lot of questions on there that would be um, concerning. If you do the whole address, which is surveyform.aspx dot question mark index double uh, equals two period, then it pulls you to the survey that you have to click on Utah. 2021. And then there's about eight of them that you have to go through and find which one your kid may be given. Or you could go to the school and look at the survey. So it's not very easy for parents to figure out what is on this survey. It's not transparent. It is not easy for them to be informed. And um, and so I was kind of upset. I was very upset with that. Called the counselor and our school was really on top of it. She talked to me. She immediately picked up the phone. She got me on co- in contact with the administration that's in charge of the survey. They got my whole story of what happened. They were in there talking to the teacher, um, and you know she had a she had a reason, an excuse of what had happened, and that she hadn't uh, she hadn't looked at it. And I just said, well, then why even send a consent form home? It's kind of the point of the consent form is that. And, you know, in Utah, we have an opt-in.
1: So you actually have to send the f- permission for them. No one should be receiving this survey or test unless the parents have opted in. It's not an opt-out. She shouldn't be passed out to everybody. It should be like, okay, you're on the list. Your parents have given permission. Now I can give it to you. It's a very different mentality. Yeah. And so she shouldn't just be passing it out. She or he shouldn't be just passing it out to all the students. Yeah. So, Marla, what would your advice be to parents?
2: My advice would be to be way more on the ball when these consent forms come home. And, it, and I mean, I've kind of taken the, the, the approach now where my kids are taking no surveys. There's no survey. School is to learn 2 plus 2 equals 4. You don't need to learn it. You don't need to be, you don't need to survey my children. So I've gone to the extreme where I'm all surveys my kids aren't doing and I will talk to them before. I was grateful that my son had the courage to stand up and go hand that test back in and not take it. I was happy that we oh, had yes. I was um and from now on I will completely um be read everything that is being done i have gotten more involved in my children's school especially this last year and um i just we have good teachers we have good administration and it's they don't i don't think they necessarily want to give these to the kids i think it comes from the state of utah i mean i've been trying to reach into this and figure out i mean like they're paying the districts to come in and do these surveys
1: that is exactly right. They're, the districts are receiving money to do these surveys, and you know, as you as you found, really the the district, the teachers, they ha- they're administering this, but they haven't even read them
2: they for haven't. the
1: most part. I'm sure there's some exceptions to that. Most of them have never read it, and they're told, "Oh, we're just doing a survey to try to find the at-risk children, and we want to." But why does why should this private company that's not in Utah? Why do they want to gather all of this personal private information from us? And why are they in charge of finding out who the at risk people are? How are they going to make a difference on the at risk people, the at risk children? Wouldn't that be better done by a real life person? The teacher, the parents, the the, the local people have a lot better idea of not only who is at risk but what to do about those at risk children so in my opinion i find those surveys just create no value whatsoever and so i don't i just can't understand why we still have them in our schools and we've been fighting this for a long long time and we we have been able to get laws passed that it's an opt in instead of an opt out but uh, in many cases that's not even being honored is it
2: no and i mean this this is a 139 question
1: Oh my goodness gracious
2: about marijuana, about vaping, about suicide. It's, it's, it's a lot. Parents need to, to get involved.
1: Marla, you are amazing. That is really great advice. Thank you so very much for making us aware of this. This is a really big problem and I would recommend that parents just don't be on top of this. And there's no real reason. In my opinion, I can't see a reason to have your children take these sharp surveys and these tests we're going to take a quick break and we're going to be right back thank you
3: the American Veterinary Medical Association Annual Convention in Washington, D.C., I spoke with Dr. John Howe, AVMA president, about One Health.
4: One Health is really a collaboration between physicians and veterinarians or public health officials. For example, in Minnesota, our state public health veterinarian deals with zoonotic diseases, rabies, for example. Animals are sentinels for humans, and humans are sentinels for some infections in animals. There's more valuable information at avma.org. You've heard me talking about my pillow for three years. Folks, it's the truth. I get the best
0: sleep of my life with a MyPillow. You can do it too. 60-day money-back guarantee, 10-year warranty made in the USA. You'll sleep well or you'll get your money back. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, use my promo code USA, get two MyPillow premium pillows for the price of one or call 1-800-951-8175. Get the best sleep of your life and do it now.
4: Pure Light has invented a new type of LED light bulb that makes all other light bulbs obsolete. This new type of LED bulb acts like a $1,000 air purification system, only better. Put this light bulb in, turn it on, and within minutes it starts cleaning and purifying the air and the surfaces around it. Well, I have a stinky dog, and so I put the four bulbs in within 24 hours. I could tolerate it, and then when I turn the lights on in the morning, I went back 20 minutes later nothing, no smell. The Pure Light LED light bulb performs seven functions besides providing light, including cleaning the air of all types of odors, any kind of smoke, of eliminating mold, and eliminating deadly germs like salmonella, E. coli, even flesh-eating bacteria. My kids who are grown up, say our house smells like old people' house. And so I put bulbs in the hallway, and my uh, kids from Florida came last week and said, yeah, the house smells great. See for yourself at pure-light.com. That's pure Light. Com. It's the next generation of light.
0: Hello, this is Wayne Alaroot for our newest sponsor, Asset Strategies, or ASI for short. ASI is a precious metals powerhouse. They sell gold and silver. Never in history has there been a more important moment to buy gold and silver. ASI has been in business for 39 years. They've served over 20,000 clients and sold $5 billion worth of gold, silver, and precious metals with zero complaints. Last year, gold saw gains of 25%. Silver nearly doubled gold's performance. Now Democrats are in charge. Green New Deal, open borders, free health for illegals. Bailout broke cities and states. The debt is about to go through the stratosphere. The time to buy is now. The owners of ASI, Michael and Rich Checkin, have been my close personal friends for 16 years. ASI is the company I trust when it comes to buying and selling precious metals. Call now to receive a free consultation and a free one-ounce Silver Eagle with every qualifying purchase when you mention the Wayne Alaroot Show. Call 800-831-0007. That's 800-831-0007. Or visit AssetStrategies.com.
1: Welcome back. You are listening to the Loving Liberty Network. We're so happy to have you join us. And this is Delane England, your host, and we are with Liberty Mom, Marla. And we're so grateful to Marla for coming on with us. She has children in the public education system, and her children received well. She's received notice to take the, the um, SHARP survey. Marla, you're going to give us a little bit more information about these surveys. Why don't you share with us? some of the actual questions that are on the surveys.
2: Yes, I, I will. When I, when I um, decided to really dig into this and printed out the survey and went through one by one, I was not pleasantly surprised on what <laughs> is being asked. Um, have you tried marijuana once or twice? Do you smoke it on a regular basis? Here, I mean, do you smoke marijuana once or twice a week? Why are we asking that same question twice? You already asked so you asked it three times. Um, do you vape? Do you use a pod? Do you use a pen? Do you use a juju? I, I don't even know if I'm saying it right, a Julu um, or a puff bar. I mean, how many kids are gonna go online and Google this to see what it is? Exactly. I don't know what the puff bar is. Exactly. They're putting into
1: their minds ideas. Oh, of things that they never were exposed to or know nothing about.
2: Yeah, here we are back to marijuana, and then it wants to know specifically: is it grass? Is it a pod? Is it cannabis? Is it weed? Wow. Is it hashish? Is it hash? Is it hash oil? That's one question. Um, oh my goodness, we're back to vaping again. Oh, and have you ever had a cigarette, or maybe even just one puff? It, it's Then it goes into alcohol. Um, It wants to know if you've sniffed glue, if you have breathed in an aerosol spray. Um, And you know what? Most kids
1: didn't even know you could get high sniffing glue or breathing in an aerosol spray. So you're really, you're really, they're really indoctrinating. They're really teaching them how to get high.
2: Yes, they are. And it goes even to gas. You go over and sniff gas. Or have you gotten high in other ways? So right there, it tells you these things like you just pointed out. And then it's like, this is how you get high. Um, it it goes into some prescription drugs that kids potentially could have access to. It even has Adderall in there and some stuff that kids might be taking with a prescription, but mm-hmm. maybe not too much. And it's it's teaching you that, that it, it can be used in excess. And then after it talks about all these drugs, it says you know what, do you just feel like your life is not worth it? Are you serious? Yeah. I um, think that life is not worth it.
1: Oh my, Are that is a question on the survey?
2: Survey. I think I am not good at all. I oh, think that I am a failure. And then we're back to drugs. and um, And it talks about have you been drunk? Have you been drunk at school? Have you been high at school? Um, back to alcohol. Here we are at marijuana again. Is it grass? Is it pod? Is it pot? Sorry. Is it pot? Is it cannabis? Is it weed? Is it, It's the exact same question. And um, goes into LSD, hits cocaine. Not too hard on some of the heavy drugs, but a lot of marijuana. I counted marijuana being asked the same way 12 times in here. That's
1: that's the gateway. That's yeah. that's so interesting that we're is the back, gateway.
2: We're back to sniffing glue. We um it goes through that. So now we're at we're at question 65 hitting those same things. And then when you get over to um question 94, it says if you wanted to could you get access to drugs? If you wanted to, could you have beer? Could you get cocaine? if you wanted to could you get an, could, could you get a handgun could you get marijuana could you vape and then it gives all the pen the pod that it gives all of that stuff in detail um and it is 139 questions so after we do these we're at now at question 109 we are going into suicide so we we hit on marijuana we hit on alcohol we asked if your life was worth it we asked about handguns now we're going to suicide. Um, And it, and then at the very end, how honest were you in filling out this survey?
1: Wow. Yeah. Like that's a really good question. That's a great question. And I remember taking those when I was in junior high school. And I remember I put like, I was doing everything wrong on the steroids. Like I put drinking every night, doing drugs constantly, having sex with everybody I knew. I mean, I just thought the whole thing was a joke. So I don't even think they're valid or real, but they are putting ideas into children's minds that are not necessarily there. Yes. And the reality is if they're already exposed to it, this isn't the way to find it out. It isn't the way to help them with it. If they are at risk kids, I don't really believe that a survey is going to be a very good. What's yeah. the follow-up on the survey? How does this how does this go into the school and help? This is this is really nothing more than gathering personal private information about your children and your family. And who knows who has access to it and where that goes and who's selling it and for the, what price. So
2: Yeah. And these surveys start in sixth grade those drug questions yes. get asked in in 6th in grade and in the 6th grade one that i pulled up they asked body image questions now why are we why are we asked yes. body image at age 12
1: at age 12 yeah 11 and 12 years old
2: it, it's it really it is not okay and i think everyone has access to this to the results because i was able to pull them up and read the results and it it's it's just it's I agree with you I don't know who's benefiting from them because they, the kids sure are not.
1: that is a tragic Marla you are a great mom you did such a great job I have to acknowledge you for being on the being on the ball and like reading the opt-in or opt out whichever it is and also for opting your son out for also educating your son he knew he wasn't supposed to take it. It speaks so well of his integrity and his upbringing that he he honored you by going to his teacher and saying, my mom knocked me out. I'm not supposed to take this. And also what a bright young man he is, that he had the wherewithal to take a picture yeah. so that he could show you, he could document and show you the actual questions that are on this survey. Yeah. So yeah. parents beware this, there's really no real reason to do it. So um, you're, you're awesome. You're a great, great mom, and I'm very proud of you. Your sister also did the same thing. She had a great experience in opting her son, her children out, and very on top of it, so well, we anyway, really appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming on.
2: Thank you, and I would just tell everybody to really get out there and and talk to them, because when I had this experience, I called my sister. She called her school She's called her neighbors. I've called my neighbors. And it really is going to only way we're going to do this is word of mouth. So it,
1: it, it really is. The only way is to go and you guys called a representative, Carrie Ann Lisenby, you let her yes. know she's on top of this. We can call our state and our local school board. They need to know that we're concerned, and we need to talk to other parents because it takes more than one or two voices. They need to feel that there is a great deal of pressure coming from the general citizenry, and um, they need to know that parents really do not agree with this. We don't like it, and frankly, we don't really appreciate our children being sold um, this yeah. to, to gather our information, which is really what it is. They're just they've sold our children. We we we've lost a year of education. Frankly, and we should be in that classroom, educating and teaching correct principles and teaching about academics and teach you know having the children learning learning their skills rather than spending so much time on these really degrading things. So there's no real reason that this should be even happening, especially this year, but any year. But well. You're awesome, Marla. We really appreciate you. Thank you so much. And we are going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Welcome back. You are listening to the Loving Liberty Network. This is the Liberty Mom Show. Liberty Moms are the original secretaries of defense. We are the real defenders of the home front. We are there when it comes to our children, our families, and our communities. And my our host, I am your host today, Delane England. We're so happy to have another Liberty Mom with us, which is Julie Richards. Julie Dean Richards and she she is an amazing liberty mom and she has a degree in communication and research welcome julie we're so happy to have you with us julie Thank you has for got me. she's done a lot of research on she's really really brilliant she's done a lot of research on a lot of things but we're going to zero in today on the research that she has done regarding masking healthy people And Julie, we don't have very much time, and you have so much great information. I am just going to, like, tell us, what is the truth about masking healthy people, especially our children?
5: Sure, yeah. I think that, um, you know, of all the studies that have come out, there have been tons of studies that have come out about masks this year. But we also have, you know, historically lots of studies about masks and really, what the the data has shown up for us, and just recently, the CDC just finished a giant study about masks and their effectiveness. Is really there's there's not much benefit to masks and masking healthy people. Really, it's sixes. You know, I could show you a bunch of studies that say, oh, it could be helpful for you, and and the key word there is could. It could uh-huh. in some right. It could drop uh, block droplets it's possible that that happens but it's also possible that it doesn't especially cloth masks um lots of research on that that really it can't stop anything um and uh you know i could also show you tons and tons of research that say it doesn't do anything right there's uh, you know always when you're looking at research there's always going to be both side studies that say both things i i would say that the evidence is stronger that mass the benefits of masks are very, very marginal. Even the CDC's recent study that included hundreds and hundreds of counties um, with masks, looking at masks, how much they benefited and slowed the spread and everything like that showed that at their highest, at their most effective, a hundred days out, you know, after mask uh, mask mandates had been put in, masks could only help lower the infection rate by less than 2%, about 1.7%. So really at their highest, most impactful, they're, they're really, you know, 1.7% helpful.
1: And, um, Exactly. And you know what I have found, Julie, is when I've read these studies and the research that says that masks, they don't say, I've not, I have yet to read a survey or excuse me, a study that says that they are. They say they may be, they can be. We believe that they will. We believe that. So if you read, see, it's so interesting because if you actually read the study, they're not even claiming. That there is that they have data or research or proof that it will. They're just saying, "Well, we believe that it will. We think that it will. We think it can," and that that isn't actually research. That isn't actually science.
5: Yes, that's correct. And uh, when you read these studies, you know we we have to be careful because when we read studies. Uh, they most of the time they will say may, but they if there is a significant increase, they can say, yes, there's a significant increase in protection. Right. However, right. I think that you're right. You know, I have read many, many studies on mask and you're correct. Um, they always have a it's a very weak correlation and it's always they may help. Um, very softly, right? We didn't see a very strong correlation. Uh, lots of times, and um, even the CD- CDC's new studies that have come out about double masking that we've heard about, right? Those mm-hmm. studies were actually done on mannequins and um, not actually on humans. Yeah, it's true. I know it. It sounds crazy, but I promise you, you, read the study. You will see they were done on mannequins, and the authors of the study even say, you know. We, you know, there may be benefit to wearing two masks. It looks like there might be a benefit. However, we have no idea if people will be able to breathe properly wearing these masks because we did it on mannequins. So we have. And no they idea. don't
1: usually breathe. Yeah. <laughs> but none of them died, Julie. None of the mannequins died, so that is a good thing. <laughs> that is true. And you know, their blood oxygen levels
5: didn't change a bit, or their right? levels. So, um, really fascinating. Uh, But, you know, something I really wanted to talk about with masks, I actually have 50 studies in front of me that I'm happy to reference, many of them. But one portion, especially when we're talking about children, when we talk about masks, that never gets brought up and we never really talk about it is the psychological effect of masks. Exactly. On young children. Yeah. And, you know, if there and there are two sides of this, too, there's the psychological effect and, and the practicality of using masks as well as something we don't talk about a lot. Um, when we talk about children going to school, children wearing masks, the effects and also ourselves wearing masks, family, everything like that. Those are two aspects we don't really touch on. So I'd like to touch on each of those. Thank Thanks. you. Yeah. And um, the first one I'll touch on is just the practicality one, because I think it is kind of obvious, but it's something that we don't talk about a lot and we don't acknowledge because there is this attitude, you know, of we want to help others. We want to care. We want to, you know, help others. And we believe that we can do that by, you know, masking ourselves and and helping other people. So we don't always acknowledge the impracticality of wearing masks, you know. Um, at first, there was this article that came out in the beginning of the pandemic that said, you know, how not to touch your face, uh, wear a mask like that's how not to touch your face. But what we've seen exponentially, you know, is that that's just not true. When you wear a mask, you touch your face even more. Right. You've got to adjust it. you got to adjust, adjust your mask, mask your nose itches. You know, your mask is open on the sides. You don't put it on properly. You're reusing masks.
1: Um, and so all the germs that you, your hands are all over the place. You take them right up to your eyes, your nose, and your mouth. You're touching it. So you're actually taking those germs to the most vulnerable place on your body. So it, it, it is crazy. You watch people and they're constantly touching their masks because they're not trained how to wear a mask. Yes. And even doctors go through intense training.
5: Yes, they do. But even doctors who have gone through intense training, Uh You know, in news reports, we see Dr. Fauci touches face, touches mask. Right? You know, many of these doctors, the WHO doctors, right, they touch their nose, face mask. It happens to all of us, right, because we're not thinking about it. Our mask itches. We move it, right? You move it up or down. The other thing is the mask is never sealed properly. The other thing is if you're wearing a cloth mask, how often do you wash it? Do you wash it every day? Right. Do you wash it every right. day, two hours. Um, We don't do that, right? We put the same mask on over and over again. And there was a study that came out that showed, you know, if you reuse a mask without washing it, or if you reuse a paper mask, there's no benefit to wearing Mm -hmm. that. It, It will let everything through. So, um, those are some impracticality, especially when we come to children, right? They're going to move their masks, They're going to open them. They're going to take them off and pull them on. And how do you get them to wear them properly? And they're too big for them. There's just a lot of impracticalities that I think we just, we have to acknowledge. It's just the truth. Like there, it's impractical. Wearing masks is, in, is impractical. And a lot of people don't know this, but surgeons, when they have their masks on in surgery, they actually have to change that mask. Every two and a half to three hours. Yes. Bacteria grows in your mask. Within yes. that time, it can culture and it can pass bacterial infections to patients. Obviously, that's a, you know, uh, that that's in a sterile environment, but it still applies to us. Bacteria is still growing. So the second thing I just really want to hit on is the psychological effect of masks. Yes. And um, we have, there are so many studies on this that, you know, psychologically, When we see someone covering their face up to their eyes, what happens is we do not register that person as a person anymore. It actually lights up the side of our brain for tools and for objects. And so masks make it really easy to objectify people. It can scare children. They're, you know, these people are faceless. They can't connect. It's really hard for babies to connect to their moms because of that. And so, you know, some of these psychological effects we're really missing out on, but we really need to, I, I believe that it would be important to unmask our children to teach them compassion. In the last few years,
6: Absolutely.
2: we
5: have so much compassion, not just now, but um, studies show that, that the teenagers now, they are um, over like 70% less
1: compassionate than the generation before them. So, Isn't that amazing? That exactly. is amazing, and they're disconnected. I can tell you story after story of teenagers who that are shy. They keep their mask on and disconnect, and they feel like I can hide out easier. And they are really suffering from a lack of connection with each other and with their teachers. Julie, you're brilliant. You're amazing. You are such a great Liberty mom. Thank you so much for joining us today. We need to take a quick break, and we will be right back shortly.
6: Anytime, darling. <laughs>
3: This is good news, maybe exactly when you need it to. Right now, Medishare is waiving their new member fees. This could save you money on top of all that you'll save each month by becoming a member of Medishare. So many people are looking for a healthcare solution right now seeing the cost of cobra plans for instance and Medishare is the affordable alternative to health insurance. The typical family saves $500 a month. You might save even more. Medishare is a Christian community that shares each other's healthcare costs and because of the current economic situation, they're making it easier than ever. Apply by March 31st. You can save an additional $170 on your first month. I'll give you the number here in a second. And if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Just tell them the promo code share to receive your additional savings. Maybe now is the time to make the switch like more than 400,000 people already have and start saving. Here it is. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE.
4: 833-34-BIBLE. Pure Light has invented a new type of LED light bulb that makes all other light bulbs obsolete. This new type of LED bulb acts like a $1,000 air purification system, only better. Put this light bulb in, turn it on, and within minutes, it starts cleaning and purifying the air and the surfaces around it. Uh, I have a stinky dog, and so I put the four bulbs in within 24 hours. I could tolerate it, and then when I turn the lights on in the morning, I went back 20 minutes later... Nothing, no smell. The Pure Light LED light bulb performs seven functions besides providing light, including cleaning the air of all types of odors, any kind of smoke, of eliminating mold, and eliminating deadly germs like salmonella, E. coli, even flesh-eating bacteria. My kids who are grown up, say our house smells like old people' house. And so I put bulbs in the hallway, and my uh, kids from Florida came last week and said, yeah, oh, that house smells great. See for yourself at pure-light.com. That's pure Light. It's the next generation of light.
0: Hello, this is Wayne Alaroot for our newest sponsor, Asset Strategies, or ASI for short. ASI is a precious metals powerhouse. They sell gold and silver. Never in history has there been a more important moment to buy gold and silver. ASI has been in business for 39 years. They've served over 20,000 clients and sold $5 billion worth of gold, silver, and precious metals with zero complaints. Last year, gold saw gains of 25%. Silver nearly doubled gold's performance. Now Democrats are in charge. Green New Deal, open borders, free health for illegals. Bailout broke cities and states. The debt is about to go through the stratosphere. The time to buy is now. The owners of ASI, Michael and Rich Checkin, have been my close personal friends for 16 years. ASI is the company I trust when it comes to buying and selling precious metals. Call now to receive a free consultation and a free one-ounce Silver Eagle with every qualifying purchase when you mention the Wayne Alleroo Show. Call 800-831-0007. That's 800-831-0007. Or visit AssetStrategies.com.
1: Welcome back. This is the Living Loving Liberty Network. This is the Liberty Mom Show. I'm your host, Elaine England, and we have Liberty Mom with us, Corinne Johnson. We're so happy to have you with us, Corinne. We have so much to talk about and so little time. Corinne is the founder of Utah Parents United. She is a rock star and she's got so many parents. How many parents do you have in your organization now, Corinne? We have just reached over 8,000. 000- oh, my goodness. That days. is awesome. Parents are uniting, and we're taking our stewardship as parents back. And we're speaking specifically on our children in school wearing masks. Corinne has, a, a, we have an amazing event. Tell us about the event on April 10th, Corinne.
6: So the event is called See My Smile. And this is all about our children, Delaine. It's time for yes. our children to to go to school mask-free, and it's time for us to see their smiles and for them to say to the world, see me. I'm here. I matter. See my smile.
1: That so, is exactly because- right.
6: Yeah, so every school district in the state of Utah is going to host a rally at their school district, and this is to support parents and encourage them with tools and resources. We'll have free t-shirts and stickers. We have parent letters and cards, and we can talk more about the toolkit that every parent can access. And then the goal is for them to walk their children to school on April 12th and send them to class mask-free.
1: That is so awesome. I love the plans. I'm actually, I'm just super excited about it. Everybody put it down in your calendar, April 10th. Most counties are going to, or districts, I should say, are doing it at 4 p.m., And so plan on taking your family. This is a family event. And the reason that we're doing this is multiple. One is, this is not a a protest. We're not angry and we're not going to like, you know, pitchforks. This is a chance to come together and unite and coordinate with other families and other children and other parents. Parents, we need each other. We need to connect with each other. We need to know that each other is out there and support each other. The other reason is to come and get educated. We have so many great tools. As Corinne said in the toolkit, there's so many great tools. And also we need to give our children courage and know that they can go to school. They have a right to go to school without being covered up. They need to. It is in their best interest. And to know that there are other children who are going to go to school that day and for them on without being covered up, without their faces being covered. So, Corinne, tell us the uh, website again.
6: So the website is seemysmile.org. And, Delaine, you're so right about parents and children being able to connect with each other and feel strength through their smiles. So we have created an off-Facebook community portal, and we have one for every school district. These are called your parent-partner districts. And you can log into this district through an app on your phone. It's called Mobilize and connect with all these parents and all the people in your school district. It will also be by school, so you can see what other parents that go to the same schools as your kids. You can find each other, support each other. You meet up at the rally. We give you everything you need to be able to take back your parental rights parents are the ones who have the right to decide what is best for their children in terms of education and health. It's written in our state constitution, and there's so many parents who feel very helpless right now, and our goal is to remind parents that they have the power, especially in the state of Utah, to take back their rights and to help their children be mask-free.
1: Excellent, Corinne. And we have just been talking to Julie Richards, who has a degree in something about them. And she, she shared so much great information with us about the damage that this is doing to our children, not just physically by, by the lack of oxygen, but also very much the emotional and mental damage that our children have been going through for the last year in being, having their faces covered and being suffering from a lack of oxygen or a reduction of oxygen. They need it for their brain development. They need it for their lung development. And then emotionally and socially, we do not connect with people who have their faces covered. We're kind of scared of them. We feel like it's saying, stay away. It really says socially distance yourself. We should never be socially distancing. We should be socially and emotionally connecting, even if we're physically distancing. So, it's such a great event. I'm so excited about it. I hope that every single person in our state attends. It is April 10th. It's uh, it's at or near. It might be at a park or maybe at your local district. But go on the website. Find out exactly where it is. Connect with these people. Go there and get educated. Go there and give support. We want every single person to please attend. This is really life-changing. It's really important. So.
6: Sorry. Uh, it's also really important to share this on social media, Share this through an uh, emails. We send out emails. You can go email. we'll send that you can forward your friends at first. There'll be Instagram, Facebook, as well as the website. And just go to everywhere you go, share this with people. We have a great ad campaign. We even have billboards that are going up. So this is something that a lot of groups are working on. It's a coalition of all these conservative freedom-fighting groups. You know, we have involvement from We the Parents, of course, Loving Liberty Radio Network. Thank you so much for your support. And we have support from um, Alina Erickson and um, Utah Business Revival, all of these wonderful conservative groups, um, Utah Town Hall, all supporting this this specific campaign. We're uniting for our children, and it's amazing to see this happen, and we just need it to spread and we need Freedom Fighters to spread the word to everyone.
1: We do. So the website is cmysmile.org. There is so much amazing information there. Please go there. Find out about the rally. Look for the evidence and the studies. There's tons of studies on there. There's great a great toolkit so you feel very empowered. And you'll get all of that stuff at the rally. And it's a great chance to connect. There's great stories also, if you we're going to be wearing yellow and we're having an amazing donor that's so gracious, she's donating money to have yellow t-shirts made up that are happy smiley face. And so if you want a t-shirt, if you go on there, we will get you a t-shirt for free. We want you to have a t-shirt. We love donations, but, we want everyone to have, a, and we don't want you to just wear your T-shirt at the rally. We want you to wear the T-shirt around and just show your smile. It says, see my smile. And so we want to put this message out there, how important smiling is and how important it is that we connect with each other. We need to repair the emotional damage that has been done, and we need to really work on that. And this is a chance to do that. So um, Corinne, thank you so much. You've worked so hard on this. I feel like I've worked so hard on it, and I'm just like, I don't know how Corinne gets so much done, but you've done such great work and great team, a great team of coalition. So finish this up. Tell us anything else you want to say about the rally.
6: Um, I just, it's just really, really important to be connecting. Um, the reason we chose See My Smile on the adult t-shirts on the back, it says, show me your smile, no more masks, because that's the message. We have to take the first step. We have to be brave and do it first, and then everyone else will follow. When you talk to people in the community, nobody likes the mask. Nobody wants to do this. Our governor is telling the general public it's safe on April 10th for the general public. So it should be safe for our children. So we need to take the first step and show everyone that this can be done. So um, we just need that support on April 10th to show everyone and the news media as well. This needs to be big, you guys. So thank you for everyone's support.
1: We really, the excellent, Corinne, we really need everyone to share it. We need it to spread across. And basically the governor has signed the edict that we are going to be removed from this edict that we have to wear masks in public places. And that is going away on, on April 10th. But still, it does not remove that mandate for our school children. And our school, school children have... Of such a low risk of, of receiving it and then an even lower risk of transmitting it. They are not at risk. The teachers have had every opportunity to be vaccinated if they're scared. So there's no reason for our children to be be, be have their faces, their beautiful smiling faces covered. And it's time to free our children. And it is past time for our us as parents to take our stewardship as parents and say, we are going to do what is in the best interest of our children. And we also want to put out the message that we respect parents. And if parents are afraid and they want their children to wear masks, we're not trying to shame anybody who wants to. We just want everyone to have the right that they have to take the masks off if they want to. We really want to support people in filling that freedom. So, Corinne, you're awesome. We really appreciate you. SeeMySmile.org is the website. Go on there. Amazing information and um, share the information. Share it in every way. Talk to your friends and neighbors. Thank you, Corinne, your wonderful Liberty Mom. Thank you and share this information because we are the guardians of our liberty. Thank you.